Hello, welcome back to today's podcast. Um, <laughs> I'm using a new microphone, not really, just using anyway. Um, yeah. I thought I'd record for my microphone, but it's not working the way it should be. Um, so probably it's an old cord and I have a new one, so I probably have to go get a new one. Awesome. Anyways. Um, <laughs> I know I keep saying, um. How's your guys' week so far? Um, mine's okay. You know, I've, like I said, I've been... I think Mondays I've started streaming, and then, hello, Dusk. <laughs> Sorry. Um, where I've been starting streaming at, <laughs> where I said I started streaming, and yesterday, after going home from work, I just did it, played an easy game, and Sims 3. And it was fun. Um, but anyways, we're not here to hear about my streaming. No, we're here to hear about history. And history, this one, where it's called History of DNA. Yes, History of DNA. Um, I watched a video about... The title is Dark Trope, The Dark Side of DNA. I was like, okay, what's the dark dark thing but it's mostly this person put together um about this woman who she didn't she tried to dna her father trying to find out you know what's going on because she doesn't really know her side her father's side of the family she knows her mother but not her father always she knew about her father is just like she was he was in that orphanage and he like remember he got adopted and that's about it so um so i think he also has sibling too at the time so by that point yeah but she is like in her 70s and doing doing dna and thing is is that she found out along the way is that Going back to the birthplace because of the fact the birthplace where his hot the hospital hospital was in 1913. Uh, I would they didn't really have a system for kids being handed off to their parents right away, or well, not right away, well, to the right parents because I guess that um during that time um nurse they had to rely on the nurse's memory and it's terrible (laughs) never do that well that's like a terrible way to do it yeah um her father got switched at birth basically and it's big mess (laughs) Well, not a big mess. They just years years later found out, and you know they talk about both sides, and so yeah. But I do gotta say, likely now we had 
we have better systems to make sure that the babies don't doesn't get switched, but sometimes they still do. Um, I know that sometimes they still do, but it's less likely. But I think it was more likely because in 1913, they relied on the nurse's memory. <laughs> so, I would say that um, probably we have better system now than then. Because I, it's just relying on someone's memory is not a very good thing sometimes. Um, especially. I know that I don't think they have name tags on the cribs either. So that's also there. But hey, at least we, hopefully we have a better system now. Because by 1998, or by 1990s or 80s, they gotta get their act together. Or 70s. Um, but anyways, <laughs> let's get into the history. Five minute int introduction. Um, okay, so people... Now DNA. A lot of people like to do take-home DNA testing. To, like I said, to test uh, what their heritage is to see what their fruit allergy is because you can actually do that what what their allergy is our allergy what they're allergic to basically um because i see these at walgreens i see uh those testing from heritage to food allergies to um dna and it's quite amazing so, um, so let's go into the history. People thought it was biologist James Winston and an English, English Francis <coughs> Crick, Crick founded in, founded DNA in 1905. Um, they thought it was, but it was actually in the late 1860s, 1860s, it was identified by a Swiss chemist, Frederick, M M Frederick M. And eight was actually founded by in 1859. Now, I'm going back to 1859 because Charles Darwin, he, we know Charles Darwin, you learned about in school, he proposed. The idea of evolution. Basically, survival of the fittest. Now, you may think, what does that have to do with DNA? Well, sometimes, um, you know, survival of the fittest, which, uh, when, when people are born, they usually, you know, some, they have a, people are different in many ways from the DNA molecules to, um, molecules to, like, the appearances. And I know that, um, Charles Darwin did the evolution DNA based from animal studies when, basically, when little animals are born. Because sometimes little animals are not born, um, some animals, some animals are not born how should I say it? Um, 
some animals may may be be missing a leg or they might be have, have a bigger head uh we actually have a kitty that had a bigger head that came from one of my cats um so basically the idea of that came from there because who will survive and so yeah that kitty did not survive long but it was cute though with the big head it was so cute i was just like oh it's cute and i always try to like try feed it so it survives but never did um but in eight 1866, Granger Mendel, Mendel, he discoveries of the basic principle of, 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 principle of, of, mute, uh, gen, gen, <laughs> I can't say this word, um, Genesis, not Genesis, uh, genetics. Yes, genetics. There we go. Said it. Basic principle of genetics. Um, yeah. Um, he discovered that usually. Um, it's when he's the one who also did the pea theory where uh you take two peas and two peas thank you phone for going on tell me i need to drink water um you know he took two different peas plant them together try and mix and see what happens basically uh what what color they were what size because the fact is is that sometimes genetics has a play in human birth also in animal birth too so genetics has a place in any living thing he just he basically discovered he discovered that by testing two piece theories and what ratio it was um by 1902, Sir Archibald Gerard was first to associate was associated with his associated with Medell's theory by human disease. He he basically he collected human diseases from family history and to see what the uh to see what was the outcome was this like a genetic disease and it was it was a genetic disease it was it was a, a rare genetic disease but it was still genetic um because usually you can get diseases or in the future it can come up because that's why people many people want to look for their dna because to see well what what medical issue could have in the future and so on and so forth um so that's why many people looked look for that because he was doing something on a could this be a family trait and it was um 
So, in 19... Well, then that's 41 I wrote down. 1940... No, it's 1944, actually. Oswald Avery identifies DNA as a transforming principle. He wanted to find out substance was responsible so that with help from a from Colin from Colin and Marcelin they began to purify uh, gallons of bacteria and found out it was nuclear acid and with further analysis it was built to be DNA. 1950, Enron Aaron had reached out to was had had read Oswald Avery's scientific paper, composition of species uh, Pacific. Uh, 1977, Frederick develops the rapid sequencing of, sequencing of techniques, DNA of sequencing techniques. Um, in 1983, Huntington disease was the first map genetic disease. It was found on the chromosome chromosome 4, it was not finally, you know, it's not finally, uh, isolated until 1993, though. It was found out, first genetic disease, but it was not isolated until, like, 1993. Um, by 1990, there was a human genome project. The project goals was mapping out the human genome and determining all 3.2 billion liters in it Mapping and sequences the genome of others organism of it would be useful to the biology and analyzing 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 DNA and studying the social, ethical, and legal implication of uh, genome research. This research helped and you know, um, it was, um, now, uh, 1999, the first human chromosome was decoded. It was from an, an international team, and chromosome 22 had three, 33.5 million liters of chemicals compounds, or chemicals compounds. Letters are say that way. Um, I know that in the timeline that I read in 2013, they did a test with twins, and it looks like it said that the twins, even though they look the same and twins, the molecules are different. They could tell the molecules are like are different, even though you guys, because I know when twins. I always notice that they have a slight tendency to twins have a slight tendency to do different things, even they look the same. Um, one body, one face, be, uh, one feature may be different. Um, but 
molecules could be different too. And 2013, that was. So, I found out that in 2013, it was different. And the, I read, I basically looked at, looked at an article that was a timeline, and there's so much on there. I thought I finished writing the, in the 1965 one. <laughs> uh, yeah, but, so this is History DNA. I, I... Do you guys say I kind of jumped around a bit because the fact is to give you guys the idea of how this, how many different scientists, uh, doctors went in to continue DNA basically, uh, just jump around from one to another and basically just picking off back of each other and finding out more about ooh, DNA and how this helps with, you know, with future and with future science, with doctors and medical history. You know, I think we live in a time where it's good because we can easily find out what our DNA is and what, you know, and we have this so much history right here about it. It's so amazing because we can see how many how many people worked on it too to get it where it is today and how many people piggyback the other just so they can uh get get it like say get get it where it was today. Um so it's really amazing. I do gotta say that I am in love with it and that's why you know, usually in history, when people, even if it's like, even if it's like if it's a non-scientific thing, people do piggy piggyback other people's research and theories from uh, the ancient Egypt's people that baggy pack uh, go off of people's theories and can try to continue it more or find more about it. Same like this. And it's so amazing. Pigback. Just to go farther than farther than they did. So with time, probably in the future, we probably can probably go get more DNA research in in 2020, 2021. 22 probably people go add more to it because it's probably more to find and it's really amazing it doesn't stop there it doesn't stop at 2013 it probably might still happen um but yeah so this is history of dna and i hope you guys under i i read where i wrote and i'm a terrible handwriter <laughs> I don't type these up. I probably should start, but then I have to print off and I don't have a printer. So there's that. <laughs> probably when I get a printer, I will stop typing these and then print off and then just like have them. So I, I'll go wait until I have a printer to do that. Give myself a like, are there like mini printers? Cause I don't have any space for like a big one until I make space. But yeah, um, so that's that. I do, yeah.
I do gotta say, I do. I got okay. One question: Would you want to have a DNA test? Just any DNA test, even if it's like an algae, a uh, heritage, or just like a DNA test to see uh, who your family is. Um, because you know it could be for fun. I may just want to take the allergy one because I may have a couple allergies I don't. I'm not for sure about. Um. So I may just want to take an DNA analogy one to to make sure. And if that doesn't really work out, I can always go to doctors. Like, yeah, I had. I just want to make sure about this. But, um, yeah, that's that. Um, I may just take the the what 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 I'm allergic to one. But what if you had have chance? Uh, what what one would you want to take? You know, which one would you want to do? Uh, the heritage, because there is like the one. If you go Walgreens, you see in the one section, and you can see heritage, allergies, and then you see the microscope, the one where you always see on t TV one. There too. Um, not ancestry, no. It's like, uh, something like 99 in it, I believe? I don't remember, but they do have the one there. So I probably might just take one, see what I'm allergic to. Um, and again, the allergies can pop up in the future too when you're an adult. So, um, if you're not allergic to anything when you're a kid, you can probably become allergic to something when you're an adult. Um, my sister, uh, I think it was a year ago or two years ago, she got allergic to this one thing she always ate in her sandwich, and now she's allergic to it. <laughs> um, so she can't eat it. Um, same like my aunt, she got allergic to basically a thing also that deals with DNA too. So, yay! DNA is fun. So, I'm. The reason why I say I may be allergic because um, my throat started feeling funny after I ate some some stuff. So, I have my friend, you know, well, my friend, she gave me a couple of Benadryls the first time. And then, yeah, I think it was two weeks ago, or like a week ago, after I got this one sandwich from this one food place. I ate it, then my throat stopped feeling funny. And this one I was at work too. So I had to like, call my mom. I called my mom, like, mom, like, my throat feels weird. I ate something. So it's like, okay, I was, you know, she said, she sent medicine. So she sent Benadryl. So feeling fine right afterwards. Um, but, or it could have just been in my head the whole entire time. But that's why I want to take a test here. Oh, I got a message back. That's why I want to take the test, see what I'm allergic to, so I know in the future. Because that one place where I got the sandwich was, was really good, and I want to eat it again. But that's why I want to take an allergy test and make sure what I'm allergic to. Um, so yeah. But anyways, um, hope you guys like this. Me just rambling on at the end. Always do that. Um, so, yeah, but I hope you guys have a good rest of the day, 
and I hope you guys be ready for Friday for um for me just talking rambling on on Friday too so it doesn't change <laughs> and um so yeah hope you guys have a good day good night good evening remember brush floss your teeth wash your hands wear a mask and you can find me at KJ for us three remember you can post you can post ideas for new for history Wednesday um right you can write down questions I can answer them on Friday and whenever I answer questions you guys can answer the questions on there and then um I can read them off on Friday too Friday's just gonna be like the one talking Friday's just gonna be like a talking day so that's why I really want to do is get some stuff in there so it's just like end the day off with end the week off with just me talking and answering questions and reading you guys' responses um but that's that I hope you guys have like I said have a good day and see you guys on Friday okay bye